Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. There are three of the Fab Five in studio today. Meet Claudette. She is the awakening architect and truth facilitator to help you move into higher consciousness and your connection with the divine power within you. Kathleen guides parents who have lost a child suddenly as they navigate through the waves of grief and to their healing. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. You know, we hear a lot about morning routines, but we don't tend to hear as much about night routines or evening routines. In this episode, Claudette will lead us in a discussion about putting together a better evening or night ritual so that you not only sleep better, but you can connect to the power of creation within you. Claudette, let's talk sleep. Yes. Um, oh my goodness. I think this is so important because when we are in a state of sleep, that is not quite, it's like a dreamlight twilight state we actually can go very easily into our subconscious. And many times we'll get into the habit of thinking about the day, regretting something that we said or what happened. We'll go to sleep with that because we we don't really understand what we're doing. So our creative power is accessed through our subconscious. Whatever we're focusing on or feeling is what we will most likely get the next day. So the kicker here is how do we shift to a better feeling? So my nighttime ritual is this, and I've developed it really over the past three years, more so than 20 years before that. And I will go to sleep. I will connect to truth, God, the divine within. And I start to see things at their highest and best potential. I start to imagine things like that, see them like that. If something happened that day, I mean, it's not the first or last time I will say something where I'm putting my foot in my mouth. I mean, I don't know if y'all can relate, but have you ever done that? And then I will go back and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. I will go back and envision it as if it didn't happen. And I'll send that person love. And usually it's cleared up in a day or two, right? And it's perfectly fine. Or if I didn't get something done that day, I'll start to visualize that it is done. It's already done. And I'll go into the feeling of relief and I'll go to sleep seeing that. If someone is on my mind or my heart, 
I will go in and I will see the higher power within them rising in their consciousness and them rising out of any limitation or concern or problem. Like this is how we can pray for someone, you know, and we're going in, we're connecting to that higher power. And I was sharing with my girls here that I get like a full on tingling sensation, almost like I'm floating and I just drift off to sleep. And I call it going to sleep in the hands of truth or in the arms of truth, because we're just connected that way. But there's many nighttime rituals we can do. Like some people may not want to be on screen time an hour before, or some people may want to watch something before. I would just say before you go to bed, be in joy. And there's a saying around this, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And here's a reason for that, because if you go to sleep angry, what you're telling your subconscious is this feeling of anger is what I'm doing right now. And then your subconscious is like, oh, I'll give you more reasons to be angry. So that's why it says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Shift into ask for understanding, go into gratefulness before you go to bed. In the truth method practice, we share how we can connect to truth and, and really understand the full 360 picture of something instead of just our point of view. But whatever you do, try to start practicing going to sleep in a state of joy. And so I'm going to open this up for Kathleen or Whitney, whoever wants to go first. What are your thoughts on this? I can't wait to hear it. Um, I think this is a great topic because this is the one thing that we often, I often neglect. And it's definitely an important process for me to have a practice before I go to bed at night because I always feel better. I wake up better. I sleep better. The feeling of going to bed and being in gratitude or thankfulness or just cleansing or our energy field just creates the softness when I go to bed and it's a peaceful feeling. And so, you know, one of the things that we don't talk about is how we pick up other people's energy or we're around other people throughout the day. And Claudette mentioned a little bit about the difficult conversations or, you know, the slip of the tongue at times. But in reality, I think it's even the thought that we have when we see an email flow through or a text that we're like, oh my God, do we have to? Like, Really, are we really doing this again? Or, you know, the self-inflicted confusion of some things or our irritation, that sticks in our energy. And so when I do my evening practices, one of the things that I am very conscious about doing is really cleansing my energy, cleaning from the top of my head all the way down through the soles of my feet. Out anything that no longer belongs with me that that might have irritated me or made me sad or put anxiety or pressure on me, I just release it and I ask for the my energy to be cleared completely and only be love and light within me and around me and pushing that out to the universe. Some people actually shower and they see the water cleansing their body from from the day's events. That's another way to be able to um, do your um, evening routine. But the second thing that I do when I do it 
is actually write a success journal. So I have a little journal by my bed and I write down everything that was successful throughout the day, whether that is I successfully completed a landing page or what uh, I had a great successful conversation with someone or, you know, I worked out that day. It, it could be little things or it could be huge things. Anything that feels successful, write it down because then you're going to bed with the energy of, of feeling success. And of course, the synchronicities, how things happen throughout the day and how you happen to come across someone. I'm presently in Seattle, Washington right now, uh, visiting my daughter and I visited, my daughter visited me and we came to Seattle and she's leaving today. And yesterday we went to this needle, um, the space needle. And as I'm purchasing the tickets, someone says, Kathleen? And I turn around and there's someone from Vermont that I've known for a long time, had no idea that they were here. And that's synchronistic to me. There was a reason why that happened. I mean, literally, I'm across the country and I see someone that I've known from Vermont and I haven't seen them forever. I just the synchronicities matter because that creates even more synchronicities of what's happening in your life. So there's all kinds of things that we can do before we go to bed. I agree with you, Claudette, that when we go to bed angry or upset or feeling guilty or ashamed or whatever it is, it's only going to create more of that. Lots of magic can happen at night. And if you go to bed imagining and seeing the future after you've cleared your energy, you've put yourself in that energy of synchronicities and, and success, then you start to visualize what is already happening in the future. That's where all the magic happens, at least for me. I love what you mentioned. Irritation sticks in our energy. That was something that stood out to me because, yeah, it does, because everything is a thought wave. And if we haven't processed it, it's kind of stuck with us until we do. And imagine the energy of irritation, how it could even go into causing stress, anxiety, fear, disease, the whole thing. Like we don't understand how powerful thoughts are, but they are everything. They're the foundation of creation. And then I love that you do a success journal. That is, I might start doing that. That's like wonderful because you're celebrating yourself, you know, every little win. And what came to me when you said that is, well, if you get if, if you get used to winning, you will win more. Remember, subconscious goes, oh, you like to win. Oh, I'll give you more things to win at. Right. So what you're doing is you're establishing a new pattern of winning. And I mean, I don't know who doesn't want to win. Right. <laughs> so that's powerful, Kathleen. I love that. Um, Whitney, do you have anything to say here? Sure, I can I can say some things. <laughs> so I agree with Kathleen about the wins lessons. I journal that. And you know, I was thinking about this. I I am not nearly as consistent with my night routine in terms of it being sort of a I do this, I do this, I do this. There are a number of different things that I do, but I don't do them quite as ritualistically as I do my morning routine. And 
on a consistent basis. And I'm okay with that in some respects and other respects, I would really like to be more consistent because I have noticed that the sleep is better. So here's the thing, right? A, a morning routine, and we hear about this, it sets us, sets us up for success for the day. But a night routine also sets us up for success for the next day, right? In addition to sleeping well. And so, but my routine really starts at the end of my work day. And what I attempt to do is to make a clear demarcation between the end of my work day and what's not work. I work from home. I call it working in residence. So it it's very easy to just have everything sort of be happening all the time. But I really make a point. I really try to make a point of at the end of my day, um, I do something that's just frivolous. I grab my iPad or my phone and I play some video games. You know, I just, it's like my day is over. I'm just going to do some things to start to wind down and I'm playing video games. I've got, you know, a couple of games that I play by myself. And then there's some other games that I play with my family where we're sort of competing across the miles. It allows us to have a little connection, some some competition, and again, helping with just doing something mindless, really, and winding down. And then at the end of my day in my, in my planner, one of the things it asks is, what were your wins for the day? All right, what successes did you have? What lessons did you learn? And then start to set up what's going to happen, sort of what I'm going to be doing the next day, making sure that what I had planned in advance is still appropriate for the next day and then, you know, moving forward with that. And then once I've done done with that and sort of the wind down, you know, we have dinner together. Most nights, my husband and I, uh, we have dinner together. And then it starts sort of the real winding down process. I take the dog out for a walk. I try to stretch almost every night. You know, as I get older, I find that stretching is becoming more and more important. And I would say this, if you are not old, you should be stretching now so that someday you don't stretch because you have to stretch. You should just have that amen, be a sister. part of your amen, life. Sister. Amen, sister. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. I'm just going to say. Not saying she's old, people. <laughs> not, not saying I'm old. I just, I'm just saying, right? When you're 20, you you think you could just do all the things in the gym and the activities and you don't stretch. And I'm, I'm just telling you stretch. Start it now. Start you know, right when we're kids, we're stretching all the time. And then we get to some point and we stop stretching. And then you realize, oh my God, I really need to stretch. And that flexibility isn't there. So that's my public service announcement of the day, stretch. But so we'll walk the dog, I'll come in, I'll stretch and then take a nice hot bath, right? That really sort of sets the tone 
every night I don't put in, but a lot of nights I'll put in the Epsom salt that has the um, lavender essential oils, right? And just sort of lay in the tub and and that helps to really tell my body, your day is done. You've walked, you've stretched, hot bath, and you know it's just time to chill. And then depending on how tired I am, and this is where the inconsistency comes in, depending on how tired I am, sometimes I'll just go right to sleep, finish the bath and go to sleep. But I really try to make sure that there's a little bit of reading and a little bit of journaling. Again, I've done the wins for the day, but I also want to express gratitude. And so that's something that's happening throughout the day, but I wanted to keep track of it in my journal. And so taking the time to journal the things that I want to particularly memorialize. And then depending again on how tired I am, I may grab my headphones and I like to go to sleep listening to church sermons. So either that or maybe I'll have a, a book that I'm I'm reading that is not that I want to internalize that I don't really care if I'm like reading reading, right? And cuz I I this is my belief. Claudette, you can correct me if I'm wrong. If I listen to it even when I'm sleeping, I'm just I'm it's like I've read it, right? It's by osmosis. That's my thing. So I'm learning by osmosis. And so I'm listening to something that's not overly complicated. And I'm not listening to horror stories or anything like that. But what I think is the most important thing is regardless of what particular activities you do, that you're intentional, that you are intentional about how you approach sleep. Right. And that you are grateful in advance for restful sleep and that you are grateful for, you know, if if it is to be to wake up the next morning, rested, relaxed and ready to take on the next day. And I think that intention setting is the piece that then allows you to when you wake up in the morning to hit the ground running do your morning routine. And so they work in concert, right? It's not one or the other. It's both and, right? You're doing both of them. They work in concert and they help you to move every day, step by step, you know, incrementally to the life that you want to live, to become the person that you need to be to do and have all the things that you want to do and have. So it's a complete circle is the way I see it. And I, and I've shared this on the program before I'm a napper and I can nap in the middle of the day. I do often almost every day. I take a nap, some naps longer than others. And I feel like that gives me a second wind right? I get a second wind and it doesn't prevent me from getting a good night's sleep. So I don't know if that's a a, a maturation thing. <laughs> I won't say getting older thing. I don't know if it's a maturation thing that I can sleep more, but I can. 
and I enjoy my sleep. And the other thing that I use my like pre-sleep routine for is problem solving, right? Is setting attention is, and, and I'm not dwelling on it. I'm not obsessing about it, but I just put in, you know, put out there, here's a, a challenge that I'm having. Would love to get a solution for it, put it out there. And sometimes the answer is there for me in the morning. Sometimes the answer wakes me up in the middle of the night. And then sometimes when I'm out walking or running in the morning, you know, I, it's sort of churned. And I'm sure, Claudette, you can explain the technical aspects of how that works. I just know it works, right? And so I said, this is a challenge that I'm having, looking for a solution. I'm open to the solution. I'm grateful for the solution in advance and then the solution comes so there's two things that you brought up Whitney that I wanted to just just touch base on the last one that you mentioned is so important because when I was writing my book shattered together I was 10 days out I've said this before 10 days out without a, a, a cover and I went to bed saying okay Logan universe if you want this book cover the way you want it I need it to be very clear. I need to wake up in the morning with a very clear book cover. And I woke up with this design in my, like the entire design. It was done. I, I did that. So it's true. Asking for what you need is an important thing. The second thing you mentioned, electronics. Before you go to bed at night, I'm in a hotel room with my daughter and she leaves the TV on until God knows what time. I cannot go to sleep. And so because I don't have a TV in my room, it just showed me, I love this because it shows me that the difference in nighttime rituals, there's when your electronics are off, it does allow your brain to start to slow down, to disconnect from all the external crap that's going on. And if you do have a TV in your room, don't watch the news before you go to bed. Just don't do it. It's really, it's oh, just going to create not. all kinds of crap in your head. Yeah. So back to here's, product, here's sorry. something you can try. You know, it, some people need like white noise or something that helps them. Like my nephew needs white noise when he sleeps. My husband has started playing solfeggio frequencies, right? And these, sounds, I guess is the best way to put it. They're sounds. They're not really songs, but they are sounds. And then they come with, you can get them with black screens. And so that helps him. I don't need anything to help me. I could go to sleep right now, quite frankly. So I don't need any help, but he does. And for us, that's a compromise. That's one of those challenges when you share a room with someone, whether a hotel room with your daughter or friends, right? And I've traveled with friends and everybody's got something different that they do. It is to find a compromise. And so for us, that has been a compromise. They are usually frequencies on love or abundance or something like that. So every frequency, every thing, every energy has a different frequency. And so he 
picks these frequencies with the black screen so that sounds are going on throughout the night. And then at some point, the TV cuts off automatically. So that could be a compromise for you if tech, you know, because a lot of people will say, well, the TV helps me fall asleep. You know, you could find an alternative, the same thing, but a little different that can actually move you more in the direction that you want to go. And I absolutely agree with you, Kathleen. No, not only news, not news, but horror, thrillers, you know, anything with any negativity, blood, gore, that kind of angst as you are, because it's, it's seeping into your consciousness and subconsciousness or unconsciousness. And it doesn't, and you wonder why you wake up in the morning in a bad mood, right? How could you not? <laughs> That's the whole point that, to set yourself up. So when you wake up in the morning, you are filled with good energy, good vibes, and ready to take on the day. And if you go to sleep with, you know, angst and anger and frustration and, and fear, 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 as a part of your falling asleep, how can that not be a part of what you're experiencing throughout the night and then affect the way you wake up in the morning? Oh my goodness. That's like the perfect question to end with because, um, and you asked a couple things, I'd written them down. Uh, both of you have incredible points and um, our imagination creates reality. So when, you know, a horror movie goes into your imagination, it might not create the scenario where you're stupid enough to go inside an abandoned barn that has chainsaw noises. It may not create that, but but something in vibration or frequency at a degree ends up showing up in our world. So I would say be very careful. And especially when you're in the twilight state of sleep, that dream wake state where our, our, our subconscious is so easily accessed, the subconscious continues to work even when you're sleeping. And there's a spiritual truth that truth comes to us in our dreams and in our sleep. Dreams are, this is a whole nother podcast. I think Kathleen and I did one on it. Um, dreams are about the subconscious letting us know what's going on, like giving, but they're not always, you can't always interpret them at face value, right? But um, <clears throat> books while sleeping, let's go into that because you, you know, you had said something about that. Yes, there, what's happening is the wavelength is going into your subconscious. And if we have a belief that we will remember what we need to from the book, we will. It's that simple. What do you believe? Because that's what you will get. And then I think ask for the answer, like going to sleep to ask for an answer. That is asking it is given. It's a spiritual law. And so what you're doing is you're basically just asking for the answer, right? And in your subconscious and the divine is like, oh, infinite intelligence is like, let's compute it and get it to you. And as soon as you are ready to receive, you will receive it. So that's what goes on with the subconscious. That's what goes on before going to sleep. Everybody had really great points on that. And so I would just say, you know, if you do go to sleep with the TV, we're not judging that. That's fine. But are you in control of what's playing? 
after the one show was on and then there's another show? I don't know. Do you want to gamble with that? That's a question to ask, but we're not judging it. What works for you is what works for you. However, we're on this road of growth. And if we're not growing, we feel stagnant and like we're dying. And we're in a rut if we're not growing. And that sucks. So let's just grow and let's just eloquently insert little things into our life to allow that growth. That's all we're saying. We love you. Have a great week. I'm going to turn it back over to Whitney. We want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. You know, it's important that you be intentional about how you start your day, how you end your day, and how you live each and every moment throughout the day. And that's what we're here to help you. And as as Claudette said, if if you're not growing, right, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Think about it. Ask that question and then answer that question for yourself. If you have not already, we invite you to review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram to share how you are ending your day. What's your evening routine? We would love to hear from you and hear how the different ways that you guys may be falling to sleep each and every night. But before we go, Claudette, we would love to hear from you what you've got going on and how the audience can connect with you. Oh, thank you, Whitney. I have a website called truthmethod.com. And on the Truth Method website, when you go to events, you can see when the next open house is. And what it is, is it's a Q&A and explanation of the journey into awakening. And why is this so important? Because we go through life, we have we suffer. When we have beliefs that aren't in alignment with universal truth, when we don't understand things, we perish for lack of knowledge. That's the spiritual principle behind it. And so awakening is actually going into the process of diving deep into that, the journey of going back into being one with the creation. And I have an app that supports that, very affordable fees at different levels. And it's a journey because We're either in our ego or we're in our higher self with truth and the divine. And you know what? Sometimes there's a little battle between the ego and truth. And so that's why we support everyone on the app and in an affordable way. So I do hold open houses. Go there, check it, register to be on the next one. We'll have a date that we are announcing each time. And I hold it at least once a month. I might start to do it twice a month, but at least once a month. So register for that. Check out all of our other products and things to support you on your spiritual journey. Thank you, Whitney. Well, thank you, Claudette. And again, thank you for joining us for this episode. Until next time, remember your routine and a good night of sleep sets you up for success the next day. So sleep well. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.